0: This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, I have the youth of Redland Baptist Church. Not all the youth, because we would probably be up here for a little while, but but we have the youth here and, and four guys here we'll get to talk to, and and it's been a blessing to have you guys here. It's been a blessing to see all the work you guys done. I know today you did a lot of lifting from the old church and threw a bunch of old divider walls into the dumpster, and I know some of you even got a few little cuts on you and you guys have been working hard we built the whole porch yeah
1: you
0: guys have been doing a great job and um there's some some things i want to ask you guys but uh, before we get
1: started why don't you tell me your name uh my name is Javars. Javaris,
0: Javaris and, and tell me something that uh you enjoy doing
1: um i like to play football and i like to wrestle so you
0: like to play football what's your favorite position in football
1: um punter
0: P- you the punter yeah that's that's not a typical answer.
1: But you know, but if I can't play punter, I like to be the quarterback. You know, yeah, sometimes.
0: quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't you tell me your name? I'm um, Jonathan. What do you like to do?
2: Basketball and football.
0: Basketball and football. What what's your favorite spot? QB. QB. Everybody wants to be the star player.
1: You no, know, you got to sometimes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so so why did you guys decide to come here? Come to Huntington, Indiana, a small little town from 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 Georgia.
1: Uh, well the reason why I wanted to come when I came last year, um I had like a I really didn't have like a good like connection with or like a good connection with any people at the soup kitchen or like have like a good effort of putting work and stuff or helping out. And so the reason why I came this year is try to do better helping out with the soup mm. kitchen or like do better with the work and asking people around do they need help mm-hmm. with the work. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So Jonathan why'd you decide to come here in Huntington?
2: Well, I just felt like the Lord has led me here. I like to work and help people as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really do like to do a lot of outside work. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm the same type of person. I love to do outside work. And I know uh, Creston has taught me a lot just how to build a porch and i know he's probably taught you boys a little bit while you guys were here and um but again i'll say it's it's been a blessing to have you guys and i know your theme that you guys have been talking about when you've been doing your devotions and things like that is where have you seen god at while you were here um so javaris tell me where you've seen god at while you've been here
1: oh well the place where i've seen god well god is at the soup kitchen is how we all come together and just have a good time have conversations with the other people and just you know like i said earlier just have a good time and just Mm -hmm. serve other people that might not be able to eat or nothing so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah uh jonathan where have you seen god at
2: i'm gonna say soup kitchen and our work
0: yeah um so so why i mean you know serving and and seeing god here at the soup kitchen and 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 those things you know why why does that mean so much to you to get to do that
1: well, first off, it's because like half the people that there they probably don't have any food at home or mm. can't be able to afford any. So it's probably it feels good to see all of them people there have a good big smile on their face. Yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Well, some of the people don't have a lot of family members that care about them, and so I like to try to become a close friend to them so they have somebody that they can hang out with
0: mhm yeah and, and and that's so important especially with those at the meal ministry you know it's one thing to get to feed them a meal and but it's one thing to actually get to connect with them and i know that's something that you guys have been trying harder and harder to do since you've been here i know you've probably gotten better and better at it you know from monday to to Thursday now to to just get to talk to them, get to know them, ask them how their day is. You know, the, all that stuff means so much to them, and, and I know any time that we have mission teams that come here, you know, with kids or, or with whatever, um, there's there's seems like to be a, a bigger joy because people from another state are coming here to serve them a meal, and show them the love of Christ, and the love of Jesus, and, and, and what that can do in their own lives, and and, and that's such a blessing, I know, to, that it has been to them as well. So So all this is great, but what are you guys gonna take back to Georgia? The stuff that you learned here about where you've seen God at, how you serve, all those types of things, how are you gonna take that back to Georgia?
1: Well, the first thing is my work ethic, I really, before, I really didn't have that good of a work ethic, so I'm going to take that back, and the other one is, um, showing more, like, kindness to people, you know, like, mm-hmm. I learned a lot at the soup kitchen, you can't be too fast or, like, too judgy with people, just take it slow and just have, try to have a conversation with them, so, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I'm going to say work ethic, too, um, I don't like to do a lot of work when I'm at home, unless if I'm forced to. hmm and also just being more social and not too pushy with people.
0: hmm Um, so let me ask you guys one more question before the next group comes. Um did did you think that the people at the soup kitchen would look a lot different or act or talk a lot different than you guys?
1: Well, at first, um, kind of, but at the same time no cause I really haven't been to the um, soup kitchen in Valdosta, so mm-hmm. I really don't know how it was going to really, how they was going to talk or react, but I can see now they kind of do act a little different from A people. little different? Yeah. Yeah. In Valdosta.
2: Yeah, I would I would have think that they would have acted a little bit different from the people in Badosta just because they don't have a lot of family members and they don't get a lot of talk to a lot of people Mm -hmm. so some of them could be antisocial yeah
0: well again I want to thank both of you for being being on the podcast and sharing just your thoughts that you've had this week and um, again thank you for all the work that you two have done and um, I hope that you take all this stuff back and you say well what can I do for the people in Georgia that I did for the people in Huntington because trust me when I tell you there's a lot of hurting people here but there's just as many hurting people in Georgia that need just as much service and care that you guys did here. You got to take that back to Georgia, yes. right? Yes, sir. Right. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So I got my next two boys here from from Redland Baptist Church, and they're gonna give us their thoughts. But first, tell me your guys' names. Uh,
3: my name is Kenneth Dixon. My name is Ian Hewlett.
0: Well, it's good to meet you, Kenneth. And Kenan. Kenneth. And Ian, yes. and Ian. Kenan, and Ian. Kennan, tell me something you enjoy doing.
3: Uh for about eight years I liked I played soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really fell out of that but I do still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. and I do like to play football every once in a while.
0: Yeah, so what position in football do you like to play?
3: Uh either wide receiver or running back.
0: Yeah. Ian, tell me something you enjoy doing.
3: I mean I like
4: a lot of stuff. I like drawing, painting, music, uh I like football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like soccer too. Yeah, yeah. school's pretty good too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, part of me th- I feel like you're lying. Uh, you. Yeah, uh, at least it wasn't good for me, but maybe now I look back on it and it wasn't too bad. Um, but I saw Ian make a pretty amazing wooden shotgun or or sniper rifle or whatever it was. The sniper rifle. Um, actually, was able to. To cock it and everything, mm-hmm. um, so you probably like building and yes, those sure. types of things as well.
4: I like making stuff with my hands.
0: Yeah, um, I do as well. And um, so, so tell me, tell me, boys, why do you guys? Wh- why did you decide to come on this mission trip?
3: Um, well, I went to Huntington last year with Redland, mm-hmm. and I, while we were here, I just found an overwhelming sense of more fellowship and faith, and I just felt God in this place a lot. It seems a lot stronger Mm -hmm. because how tight-knit this community is from Valdosta Mm mm-hmm I mean I kind of felt the same way but I had also been
4: here last year and it was a really great experience last year and I decided I wanted to come again and we also really didn't finish the work we started last year Mm -hmm. so I wanted to build on that and just work for God
0: yeah um and and I like that attitude what you said Ian you know work for God, and um yeah, both of you guys were were here last year, so I'll ask you a question I didn't prompt you guys um was what what's something what's something new that you see this year that maybe you didn't see last year
3: uh well last year, I spent most of the time demoing the old the old stairs at the men's house and mm-hmm. putting up the new ones. I only went to the soup kitchen about two times, and now that I'm in there, it's it's a different atmosphere mm. than being at this church and doing construction. Yeah. Because, like, over here when doing the construction, you feel this atmosphere of trying to get the work done and everything, not the soup kitchen. You're trying to slow down and have this conversation with people and just serve God over there.
4: hmm Yeah. I kind of felt the same way. Like, I only went to the soup kitchen about one or two times last year, but now that I'm in there, I really see the difference that 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 place is making to people and like they actually need stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, We also had a lot more people last year, so
3: Mm.
4: I think a tighter circle makes a bigger impact because it's a closer relationship and you get to uh, Mm -hmm. support one another and dive into each other's lives a bit more than if there was a big group. So last year we had a really big group. Mm -hmm. We didn't really have... Uh, that much of a personal relationship as we do this year
0: yeah i like that um because I, and i agree you know um like you said you know maybe with that big group that you guys had last year we were able to get a lot done construction wise but maybe you missed out on some of the the personal relationships yeah. that you could have built with maybe some of the people at the soup kitchen or or anywhere I just, um
3: you know i feel like we brought more of just one family to come and do this mission trip instead of a whole church like we did last year, mm-hmm.
0: and, and there's and obviously there's moments for each one, but I'm glad that you're able to maybe get a more personal connection with with the people at the soup kitchen and and, and anywhere else that you guys have served. Um, so again, you know, your theme has been where you've seen God at. So I'll ask both of you, you know, where where have you seen God at while you've been here?
3: Well, uh, we heard from our pastors how people were reacting when they figured out that we had um started clearing out the basement in the old church and working over there. Mm-hmm. uh a few people were uh told us that that was where their faith in Christ started, mm-hmm. and it just it I felt like God had drawn us here, had drawn this group here to go and had drawn yaw's church to uh buy that church so we could go and clear it out mm-hmm. and bring faith back into some people in huntington yeah yeah like the bible says god uses everything for his glory
4: and i feel like even the smallest stuff we did on this mission trip has made a big impact because i've heard that the people at this church have been talking about us for the past year mm-hmm. over the four four or five days of work we did last year mm-hmm. but uh I saw God in the soup kitchen as well, and we had a pretty strong connection with the people there. And just working at the, this church and the other church that we're remodeling, I feel like we're having a bigger impact than we did last year on some of this. Mm-hmm. But we also, I saw God in our group as well. Like, we're stronger friends than we ever used to be mm-hmm. because of this mission trip, and I feel like we're more loving to one another Mm -hmm. and we're accepting each other more and uh a big verse that we've talked about this week was matthew 7 Mm -hmm. 1 through 5 which was do not judge others uh look at your own life before you look at other people Mm -hmm.
3: as well as um luke i think 7 over on luke 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 6 37 37. 37. Mm uh judge do not judge, and you will not be judged. Mm-hmm. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that's had like a major impact. I mean, our pastor uh, used it in his Wednesday night sermon while mm-hmm. he was uh, came as a guest pastor for y'all. And I think it's just made a bigger impact on, um, on our group as mm-hmm. we came up here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I
3: feel like we've
4: heard, most of us in this group have, I mean... Pretty much everyone has removed something from their lives mm-hmm. so that they could look at it each other clearer. Mm-hmm. And we've had a much tighter bond this year.
0: Yeah, that's great, guys. That's great. Um, so, what are you guys hoping to take back to you to Georgia?
3: Well, I'm not sure. I want to go back.
0: But, yeah, uh, I think you do. After today, it's pretty cold today.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cold. Um, you know, like the other group said, uh, some work ethic would be nice. I usually, I tend I tend not to do work as I'm, while, as I'm at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this overwhelming sense of faith that I felt in Huntington by all these yeah. people who, you know, just, they don't have much in their lives, but they still seem so peaceful and happy with it. I want to take back that faith with me to Valdosta and mm-hmm. spread it around to, to uh, a group, to groups there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know coming here and having this fellowship with these people i want to take that back and try and get a stronger fellowship and a stronger connection with the people in valdosta
0: Mm -hmm.
3: great most of the people that i've come in contact with on
4: several trips have led me closer to god and uh, i feel like i'll take home a stronger relationship with him Mm -hmm. but also we're gonna have a lot of inside jokes on this trip just like last year Mm -hmm. and i feel like we'll take that home and use it for the next several months Mm -hmm. but we'll have a much tighter friendship than we did before we came on this mission trip and I feel like I'll have a more serving heart and throw away judgment for other people
0: yeah that's great um you know again thank you boys for for all that you guys done again just like the other two boys I've watched you you know carrying stuff yes I'm always watching yeah Drilling in, screwing, screwing the, the post in for the, um, the porch over there. And, um, again, you know, just thank you boys for all the work you're doing. And I hope that, you know, when you go back, um, like you, you're able to do everything you want. And, and again, I know one of your other things that you guys have talked about this week is distractions. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get home, maybe the reason why it's harder to work is because those distractions are there. Um, and when you go on the mission trip, maybe not as many distractions you're more focused on serving and, and and doing those things um so hopefully when you guys go back that's the mindset you have and and you know maybe if you guys come next year you can tell me about how you served in in Georgia and the things that you got to do there and um that would be a blessing to me to get to hear and 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 I know that would be a blessing in your own lives um because any time i know when you continue to serve and not just serve because you feel obligated to but to actually serve the Lord, to serve Jesus Christ. You always blessed because of it. Mm-hmm. You always got a blessing. So again, thank you boys for being on the podcast. Yes, um yes, and and again, just thank you for everything that you guys are doing. So I got the the main man here now, not <laughs> not not so much the young guy uh of the group, but definitely I would call you the leader of the group. Um again I'll say we, we're supposed to have Garrett on the podcast but he's feeling a little bit under the weather so you know hopefully he starts to feel a little bit better but um i got you creston here and and your team's been a blessing to us
5: well thank you philip it's been a it's been a joy to come back Mm -hmm. um i was here last year as well and uh, got to head take a group of boys that just hadn't really ever done much of anything with their hands together and uh, they were real excited what they accomplished, and some of those are back and able to finish working on the porch next mm-hmm. door. But they're they're also excited. They, they've been talking about the change that they could see just from hauling trash out of the other church and how how much different that building looks yes. now mm-hmm. that some of that's been removed and landscaping at the women's home and uh, putting up the last few pieces of drywall in the balcony and the sanctuary and uh, just even as they were able to go and just sweep and clean inside this church and and they've all been just talking about what a joy it's been to Mm -hmm. be here and how they just sense they feel different and uh, that's 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 good
0: yeah um so the theme of this week that you know i've heard come out of your mouth quite Mm -hmm. often and, and it's it's been a blessing to hear just for myself Um, because, you know, with all the work that's going on, you can sometimes lose track that God is all around us, that God is is here, God is moving, God is doing things. Um, So that's been a blessing in my life, even just to hear you do these small devotions or small reminders to these kids and uh, sitting on them and getting to listen to them. Um, But I'll ask you where you've seen God here in Huntington.
5: Well, it's it is definitely a different trip this year. Uh, last year we brought about forty people this mm-hmm. year. We have fourteen, mm-hmm. and some of the differences that meant last year we were in five vehicles and chasing each other and we actually got divided and one group went through Nashville and another group went through Knoxville <laughs> and then the group my my van was trying to get everybody back together and get us so that we traveled in a convoy mm-hmm. and then once the other one said no we 're not coming back then i 'm the last one back behind. But somehow, when it was time to pull into here, I'm the first one in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what happened to them and how they got lost. But this yeah. is a whole different year. And this year, we're just in one vehicle. Mm-hmm. So we made the whole trip together. And Garrett and I, even though he's not here right now, we got to share the driving. But we also got to share a lot of our thoughts and just thinking on the way up. And so... Um, you know, we knew it was going to be a mission trip. We knew last year kind of how it went, and it impacted several kids' lives very positively. Some some mm. of the adults very positively too. And uh, the adults that didn't come back were really upset that they couldn't yeah. come. But you know, mm-hmm. life happens. You got to yep. do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And so that went on. But the theme, and you've mentioned it, and we'll talk about it again, I'm sure, in just a minute about where have you seen God and mm-hmm. how are you seeing God as you go, was really kind of an accident yeah Uh, it's funny god does those things Mm -hmm. he loves to work with accidents and then turn Mm -hmm. them into something very impactful and very meaningful and that's what he's done here Mm -hmm. on the way up just talking and talking about the different kids that we had with us and where they were because garrett spends every week he spends time with them and i don't because my position in the church is different i'm more of the sunday guy and i actually work with the younger kids right now not these age and adults and so he's the one who knows these kids back and forth, and so he's telling me about them and different things, and how the ways he's hoping to see them grow. And you know, I kind of wish he was here to speak to that a little more. But through that, when it was time to do the morning devotion
0: mm-hmm.
5: uh, Monday morning, uh, I just asked God, "What verse should I use?" And he said, "Go to the Psalms." And so I did, and I picked I picked a couple, and I'm as I looked at them, they weren't right, and I finally settled on Psalm number seven, which mm-hmm. talks about the glory of God. It leads to man's dignity. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's titled in my Bible. And as I was reading it, and and it just just over and over in that psalm, it talks about God showing himself to mm-hmm. us. And it just struck me how God never stops. He's busy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sleep like we do. And he doesn't mm-hmm. get tired the way we get tired. And he doesn't reach the end of the day and go, oh, my goodness, I just can't do anything else. He's going, and he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And when he's not working here, he's working somewhere else in the yep. world. And he's got thousands of projects going on all at the same time and doing them. And and the reason we don't know that is because we just don't slow down Mm -hmm. and we don't look for it. And so it just struck me that with everything we talked about and where we sense our youth are, that, that that's what they need. They just needed to slow down, pay attention to what's around them, see what's going on. And look for God every day, mm-hmm. so in the morning, we have a devotion that talks a little bit about looking for God. you know where where are you going to see God today? You know keep your heart open, your mind open, you know your eyes open. Uh, what did you see yesterday? You'll see more of that, but there'd be something new. Look for that new thing that God's doing today that He'll mm-hmm. show you. But then at night, after everybody leaves and it's quiet, and it's just us here in the church, we go down in the main room beside the coffee bar, and we we circle up the chairs. Mm-hmm. And we just spend about thirty or forty-five minutes just answering the question: Where did you see God today? Mm-hmm. And some of the some of the answers are kind of silly, but but most of them are really meaningful and really impactful. And sometimes it's the quieter kid that that yeah. speaks up and says, "This is what I saw today." And everybody else goes, "Wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing!" Mm-hmm. And they they always talk about the soup kitchen. Seems like everything is soup kitchen, soup kitchen, yep. soup kitchen. But that's fine. That's great because mm-hmm. last year when we were here. You know they talked. The groups talked about not going to the soup kitchen very much, but mm-hmm. there's a reason for that because last year the soup kitchen was basically closed. Yeah, we put a table across the door, and you you stood in the sidewalk, and you said, yep. "I need four boxes," and we packed up four boxes and handed yep. them across the table, and that was it. There was no mm-hmm. chance to talk or share or do yeah, anything. I
0: forgot that. Yeah.
5: And so this year is so different. You know when they can come in and they sit down, and the rate. You know some of them are regular, some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. We had a gentleman traveling through. He just he had a yep. backpack and he just stopped in. He saw. The there was a meal and mm-hmm. he tried to pay us and we wouldn't take his money. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we had a good conversation with him and his name was Andrew and he's on his way um, heading to Colorado Springs mm-hmm. and hope he gets there safely. Mm-hmm. But he's just taking time to enjoy lots of questions about Huntington and what we were doing. And um, turns out he was a man of faith. And so it really struck a chord with him to know that the soup kitchen was there every day feeding yeah. people and just being a, a resource and a ministry mm-hmm. uh, to those that, might just might just need somebody to listen, or they might need more than that. They might need yeah. a, a real help, a real helping hand. And so, very exciting to be a part of that this year, and that to be different. Mm-hmm. There's a young boy that came in there. I won't say his name because there's been several young boys. It could be any mm-hmm. one of them, but there was a young boy, and uh, his mother let him pick up a Bible off of the free shelf, mm-hmm. and apparently she's not let him take anything before. Yeah, but um. He had already signed the paper saying that he was borrowing the Bible, so Mm -hmm. he had to take it, is what he told his mom, but she let him take (laughs) it. And so he came back. And when he came back, was able to share with one of our young guys, not one of the ones that spoke here tonight, but that he'd been reading it. And that he found his own name in the Bible somewhere. I don't know where he found his name because Mm -hmm. it's not a normal name, but he found it, he said, in the Bible, and it's just really got him excited, and he wants to read it every day. And they Mm. would so that one of our guys that's not real not real grounded yet, working on it, but not quite there, Mm -hmm. was able to have this conversation with this kid that's just discovering the Bible and and God and Jesus and all of that and was able to pour into him the little bit he knew and already just such an encouragement Mm. for that. And so where have I seen God? He's been everywhere. Mm. I mentioned I did get to preach Wednesday night, and thank you for that that opportunity, that honor. Um, But I told the group then, and I, I told our group, and I've told your church now that, when we came in Sunday morning, because last year we got here, we left on Sunday, so we got here early on Monday. This yeah. year we decided to do that different because it was so rushed and crowded and trying to work and get things done. So we came on Saturday. Uh, Nashville and Atlanta traffic slowed its way down, so mm-hmm. we got here at 3 in the morning when we were hoping to get here closer to midnight or eleven yeah. thirty. 30. <laughs> but, you know, those things happen. Mm-hmm. But when we came in to the service and we sat down, and the praise team started singing, just this overwhelming presence mm. of God. And he just hasn't left. Yeah. That's it's just awesome. been all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, to see the men's ministry open now, that when we saw it, when it had to be gutted and putting up drywall and not able to get it all taped and bedded, and you're really feeling guilty, to be honest, that we're mm-hmm. leaving when with the work undone uh, in our minds. But then to come back and see the building open and yeah. that at three in the morning, Sunday morning, to pull in this parking lot, and that building is glowing, the yellow glow coming out the windows, knowing that there's people in there Mm -hmm. being ministered to, even if it's just simply at the moment, protection from the cold. But I know it's more than that. Mm -hmm. I know it's a lot more than that. And then to get to meet Carl and the other Phil and Mm -hmm. some some people that are involved in that ministry and and hear some of the impacts that's already being had, it's Mm -hmm. just it's amazing to be able to be a part of that, yep. and to know that you know God would have done it without us, mm-hmm. but He didn't. Mm-hmm. He called us up here from South Georgia so yep. that we could be a part of it yep. and know what's happening. It's been yep. a great week.
0: Yeah, um, that you know that's so so cool. You know stories that you shared, you know, and and just you know like you said, that house was going to get built regardless. Mm-hmm. But when God actually gives us the opportunity to use our hands and our feet for His glory. Um, it's such an amazing feeling. And you really get that sense of, wow, I did this for, for the Lord. It, this is the Lord's work that's when right. you get to help people. And something that you kind of challenged us on Wednesday, um, and, and I'm, I'm sure that's what also you hope for the kids as well, um, but was to love more um mm-hmm. to 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 actually love people not to judge them not to condemn them to forgive them all those types of things so what we you know talked about and the boys had mentioned that verse that you used on Wednesday um we got to be the ones to love the world's not doing a great job with that No,
5: we're not
0: so we as believers we who are children of god need to be the one to show god's love That's um right. and then then with that God gives us the opportunity to show his love, what godly love looks like, how God actually loves us. He doesn't judge us. He doesn't say, "Well, you're you're not you're not strong enough, you're not this or that." You know, he accepts a, accepts us how we are. Um and that's such a beautiful thing and he expects us as believers in Jesus Christ to do that mm-hmm. with those around right. us. That's right. Um and that's a huge piece. But um so so Creston, let me ask, what do you what do you hope from all the what is it, ten youth kids you have?
5: Yeah I think it's ten. There's yeah, there's four 10, adults, yes. ten youth, yes.
0: What do you hope these ten kids take back to Georgia?
5: So everything that the boys set up here and talked about, I hope they take that back. Mm-hmm. Um Work ethics a big deal. Yeah, um, I've been on other trips with these groups, these kids. I've been on youth camp. I've been on disciple now and some other things um, as a chaperone, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not not really leading, but just you know, warm bodied adult standing mm-hmm. the door so they don't run out. <laughs> but it's like yeah. pulling teeth. It's like pulling teeth. There's things mm-hmm. to do. You know, we we ate breakfast. Your trash, your trash is on the table, and mm-hmm. you walk away from it. You know, hello. It hadn't been like that. Yeah. Um, They they really have picked up a little bit of a work ethic, and I'm hoping they take that home because Mm -hmm. some of the kids that are with us, their parents aren't really church people. Yeah. And we have a really strong Wednesday night program for children and for youth, and um, we bus kids in and all kinds of stuff. Um, That's when we do our meal. We don't do a meal every day. We do a meal Mm -hmm. once a week, and that's on Wednesday night, but it's a good, hearty, Mm -hmm. fill you up, you're going to sleep good tonight kind of meal. And... um, but there's also fun and games, activities, yeah. and learning. Mm-hmm. And um, I mentioned to the church, your church, that we teach our kids about creation mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights because yeah. we know the, church, the school doesn't, yeah. that the school's teaching something else, and it doesn't yeah. make sense mm-hmm. what they're teaching. And when they get down to the nitty-gritty of it, it falls apart. Yeah. But they're teaching it as if it's solid fact. And Anyway, so we yeah. teach uh, creation. Mm-hmm. And all the kids, they talk to their friends. Their friends want to come, and it's a really exciting thing. But their parents don't necessarily want to come. So most yeah. of the kids we see on Wednesday, we never see on Sunday. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that the ones that are here will take that back with them, that work ethic. And when they get home, that they'll do things that they didn't do before, mm. just normal chores. Um, yeah. Take out the trash. You know, that's one thing. You haven't seen this part, but we tell them if you walk by the trash can and it's full— Take it out. You know where it belongs? The little dumpster's right outside. It's not like it's a long journey. Mm-hmm. It's closer than it is at your house, probably, to get yeah. to the trash can. Just take it out. And they've been doing that. And little things like that. Um, we haven't had, last year, we had to take the games away for a day and a half. Uh, no pool, no ping pong. They thought the world was going to end mm-hmm. but because they wouldn't do their trash. They wouldn't keep up their clothes off the floor. And so this year, we haven't had any of that. So it's yeah. a, the other piece, um, the Ian that sat here just mm-hmm. a minute ago talked about how they've come closer, and that really is true. Mm-hmm. Um, we have several sets of siblings with us this time, and they don't get along at home, <laughs> yeah. and they often don't get along at Wednesday nights, but they know the rules, mm-hmm. they know they have to, but mm-hmm. that they do the bare minimum to meet what has to be. And I've actually seen them sit down beside each other and talk, which... You know, if you've ever been through siblings yeah. that fight all the time, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so there really is a sense of drawing closer to God, of, of feeling His presence, of knowing that God wants to use them. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that Garrett and I have really tried to, to bring home to them this week, is that they're the ones doing this work. You know, maybe we're leading them, maybe we're giving them direction, go do this, go do that. But they're the ones actually doing it. So mm-hmm. anybody that comes by, they don't see... They didn 't see me carrying panels out of that church. they mm-hmm. saw the kids carrying yep. panels out of that church, yeah, absolutely. They saw the kids throwing the junk, the broken down cabinets that we pulled out of the basement mm-hmm. they, th- That's who they saw working. They didn't see the adults out here doing it, and the kids mm-hmm. following us around. It's the other way around. Mm-hmm. They saw us following them, and that's yeah. the way we wanted it to be and, mm-hmm. and they they got they caught it mm-hmm. they realized that people see they're doing something yeah. And then Wednesday night after church, I had four or five different church members come to me and talk about the other building when Mm -hmm. they learned that we were doing work over there. And Mm -hmm. I know we're not the first ones. Others have done work over there. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, it struck a chord with them. And uh, one gentleman in particular told me that um, the first time he ever went to Sunday school was in that building. And for him uh, to know that that building is in the process of becoming a source of ministry again Mm -hmm there's is there's something like coming home is the mm. way he described it and a reignition of his faith and the kids realizing that God brought them here so they could be a catalyst mm. for somebody else yep. to get closer to God just because they did a little hard labor mm-hmm. and uh, that that's a concept that was foreign to them they had no idea yeah. that God could do that kind of thing and so I'm hoping to take that back home and find places there. You know, you said you said to them that people in Georgia are hurting just like people in Huntington.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
5: exactly true. Yeah. But these kids don't see that. Mm-hmm. They ride the bus to school. They come home to their house. They know what their house is like. They know what their neighbors are like. But they don't really see the, the guys living under the bridge and all of that. And because our weather is so much milder, we have anywhere, depending on the season, anywhere from 700 to 1,000 homeless people mm. wandering through our county. Yeah. Um, because we're right there on the Florida line, mm-hmm. and they don't see that. They don't realize that all of that is out there, and it needs help just like just yeah. like everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I used a, I used a passage that I stole from a friend of mine. Uh, he's a pastor in Nashville, Tennessee. He's a missions pastor, takes people all over the place. He's probably retired by now, but mm-hmm. we're all just beggars looking for food. Yep. And when we find something— God expects us to share it. Mm. And when we find a nugget of His truth, we're just supposed to tell somebody else, you know, this is what God has done for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know the answers to everything else, but I know what He's done for me, and that's all we're supposed to share. Mm. And it's our job to do that. And I'm hoping that they catch that, take that home, Mm -hmm. and they keep doing that. It's different. You know, we remember what it was like for us, but I think being a youth is so different now than it was when I was a youth. Mm -hmm. And uh, you talked about how you had the. The older, bigger guy. Well, I am the oldest guy on our team. Um and so one of the ladies didn't believe me, but we had we, we checked our driver's license and she now believes me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I've seen a lot of things mm-hmm. and and I've seen peer pressure change. Mm-hmm. And it's not what it used to be. And nope. and it's in a whole different direction than it ever used to yep. be. Um it's not sneaking out after curfew and going to a movie. It's it's doing all kinds of stuff that they ain't got no business doing. Yeah. And uh Going home and facing that and declaring Jesus—that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yep. That's tough. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping they catch a little bit of that, and yep. that they go home different enough that their friends say, "What happened to you?" Mm. And that they're willing to say, "I went on a mission trip." That's all yep. they got to say. Yeah, that's all they got to say. And they'll ask questions if they want to know, and then they'll mm-hmm. give the answers, and that and God'll use it. God'll God'll work in that. Yeah. And so that's what I'm hoping they catch and take home with mm-hmm.
0: them um there was once a pastor i forget now where i heard it might have been on the radio might have been in person i don't remember anymore but um he said he said something similar to what uh, you had mentioned the idea of the work ethic being so important Mm. um he, he was saying things like go home you know, do do your chores without your mom asking, it, especially if your parents don't go to church or they don't believe in God and, and some mm-hmm. of those types of things. Do your homework when you want. Clean your room when. You're, and then he he mentioned the the idea that one day, one day your mom or your dad's gonna ask, "What can I do for you?" Mm-hmm. Or why are you doing this without asking? Or or you know all those types of things, and then you get to share with them. Well, because of Christ. Or, or something like that. Yeah, and I thought yeah. that was so so true, the idea that w- we should be the ones to step out and just do it. We should be the ones to step out and serve, step out and help. And, and, and I know that's been a huge blessing to our church to see um, you come twice with the kids that you had. I know some of them have been just the first time. Some of them come twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see you know a group of pe- people come to help us to do things that, you know, we're not able to do or, or, or anything like that. Um, I know always, it seems to always just, at least for a little while, stir a fire up in us. Um, and that's what I hope for our church. That just you being here, maybe your message on Wednesday impacted somebody. That next week they'll come and say, I want a little bit more of that. I want a little bit more of, a relationship with jesus or or something like that because that would be that would be such a huge moment for me um and then i would text you and and i know <laughs> share that with you because um god uses so many different people and that's another thing you mentioned that i thought was so important just also in the devotion that you guys did this morning um when you know everybody's different god didn't make us the same we're all different and um You know, Paul kind of uses that analogy in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, he mentions to the Corinthian church, you know, what would a body look like if we were all hands or all feet or or whatever? Um, And that's so true. God's made us to do so many different things, to be so many different types of people, um, to move in so many different ways. Um, And I know you guys come from all the way from Georgia to this cold town in Huntington, especially today. Um, God will use it.
5: I think so. I think so. He'll use it for While our church. We're sitting here talking. It's sleeting outside. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't get that. No. We don't get that. No, this you don't. I, um, um, we don't typically get it too much it. now either. But yeah, I'm going to make them go out and stand in it just yeah. so they experience it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but I know he'll use it. Yes. I know God will That's use right. it for your church, and I know he'll use it for our church That's in many right. ways because God can can stretch as far as as far as he can, mm-hmm. um, where we can never touch. That's where God can go. Um, so again, thank you, Creston, for being on the podcast again. Um, I'm sure if you guys come back next year or the year after or whenever, I'll have you on again to tell me what you guys have been doing. Awesome. So that's great. been a huge blessing. Uh, again, I'll just mention Luke chapter 6. I'm going to try to th- remember it. Just look it up yourself <laughs> if I get it wrong, but it says, Don't judge or you too will be judged. Don't condemn. Or you too will be condemned. Forgive. And you will be forgiven. I get it close, close enough, close You're enough. Straight. Thank you.
5: Luke six thirty seven. Yeah, you can find it on your own. Yeah, the version I used was the Holman Christian Standard, but like I told the church, it doesn't matter. No, nope. whatever version you have, Luke six yep. thirty seven. Yep, absolutely. It's the, right, it's the right
0: place. Yep, absolutely. So again, that will conclude our podcast for this week. Again, thank you, for Redland Baptist Church. Um, even those who who weren't able to make it, um, thank you for supporting us. Um, you know, sending prayers this way. All those different things. Um, just thank you for the blessing that you guys are to us. Um, so that concludes our episode. Um, if you'd like to leave a comment, you can do so down below. Um, you can like and subscribe to the video. Um, you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith.